spend the night away Here's a fella in blue jeans Dancing with the older queen Who's dolled up in her diamond rings And twisting the night away Man, you ought to see her go Twisting to the rock and roll Here you find the young and old Twisting the night away They're twisting, twisting man Everybody's feeling great They're twisting, twisting They're twisting the night One more time Participation. Yeah. 
of the Arnie State Show. I am Arnie States, uh, if anybody's wondering. I uh, hope you're all doing well this morning. Watch a little bit of the British Open. Tiger Woods, completely done. Shit the bed yesterday. Not playing bad today. He's, he's around even par today. It, it's just, uh, you know, why, why, watching golf on this course is, is uh, about as close as a religious experience as you can get in the world of sports. I mean, this is where golf started, was on this ground. You know, they they don't go to where Abner Doubleday played and have a a major baseball game there. They they don't do pickups in the park where John Naismith was. I can't even think of who invented football, but they, they don't have a game there. So there you go. But, uh, yeah, British Open's on on all weekend. It'll be on early. So if you're one of those really cool people that loves watching Meet the Press and Face the Nation, you're fucked this weekend. Sorry about that. Let's get some good mornings out of the way, shall we? Andrew, first one here. He says... Holy shit! It's Friday. Yes. Yes, indeed. Holy shit! It is Friday, my friend. Wow, look at there. Oh, my lucky it's Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid is in the house. Oh my God! Who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. I, I know. I, I was welcoming you to the show. Hey, you ever accidentally masturbate to young pictures of your mom? No, 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 no. That's gross. I don't know why you'd say that, but I hope you have a spectacular day. Battleborn in Nebraska says, "Love Sam Cook." Yeah, I had little, uh, little fun this morning with the music. It's a Friday. Thought I'd uh, 
go back a little bit, maybe have you do the twist, do the shout, do all that kind of good stuff. Matt Hatter, good morning to you, my friend. Special Kale says, I've been working so much. I thought it was Thursday this morning when I woke up, and yesterday I thought it was Wednesday. Dude, that happens to me all the time. All the time. I didn't know what day it was today, this morning, when I woke up. I was like, fuck, I don't know. I'm just doing the show. I know that. I'm like, oh, it's Friday? Kick ass. Uh, awesome. Uh, let's see. Straight Fire says, here's to the ass family. We rule. Amen. My man Derek Olson says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally Friday. Becca! 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 There you go. Uh, Special Kale says, jalapeno. Swoosh says, thank God it's Friday. Hello, ass family. Have a great morning. Battleborn is, hey, hey, hey. Uh, Tiger had already Amber herded, yeah. Triple T's in the house. He says, oh, shit, I made it. That a boy. You made it. Holy shit. Look <laughs> at them donuts. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, oh, oh, I know what we got to do. We, we, we got to do this real quick. Um, it's T-shirt time? Yeah, it is. Both kind of T-shirt and, time. And, and new hat day. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You I'm shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. Last night, Jersey Shore there in El Paso for some odd reason. Doing all the things that I hate when Texas come here. Hey, y'all. All that kind of, Oh, Jesus. But uh, Angelina didn't show because she's a tramp. Uh, anyway, today's T-shirt, very simple, outlined Arn Anderson T-shirt. This should frighten all small children when they see me today wearing this shirt because not only do you have the frightening presence of Arn Anderson, but you have the frightening presence of Arnie States there too. So that, that, that's a double whammy on the week and timid this week is this new T-shirt. And my new hat. New hat is the uh, Lafayette uh, Aviators, right? Yeah, I think that the Aviators. Did I say something else? I might have put the Admirals on. I think they're the Aviators. Well, I found that hat. Every once in a while, I'll go on a search for uh, hats with the letter A. I came across this when I was like, ooh, I ain't got a yellow hat. <laughs> Arn Anderson with this Glock will solve the gun control. You damn right he will. Uh, before we really, really start start the show, uh, uh, actually, let, let, let's we'll, we'll go ahead and start, and I'll just add this story in. Yesterday, uh, Ivanka Trump, the first, I guess the first Mrs. Trump, this was her, right? Uh, she died at the age of 73. Uh, let's see. Uh, she was prepping for a St. Tropez getaway and had a hair salon appointment. Grieving son Eric was seen leaving the home and said, it's been a very sad day, very sad day. Ivanka also paid tribute to her mama. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh I didn't, I, 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 I know that she was married to Donald Trump when, when he became Donald Trump and everything, but I, I don't see what the, I, I mean, it's sad for the Trump family, sure, but wait, why is this big news? I, I don't understand that. 
Um, well, she knew she had a lot of secrets. Democratic Party's bummed out. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, it's a sad day. I mean, it, it, obviously for the family, so there you go. Man, Laura Trump, man. I, dang, Eric did good. Eric must be fucking slinging a hog around. Ain't no way that dumb motherfucker could land that hot of a chick who who decided to go straight there in some kind of workout dress. Sans bra. Fantastic. Show those nipples off. <laughs> all right, so uh, we, we cover that. Uh, we all good there? All right, all right. We're all good there. Um, Who in their right mind? Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, this is just for you guys because I love you so much. Who thought it was a good guy, a, a good idea to send this moron to the Middle East? Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. There you go. I I, I mean, come on. And, and then, of course, uh, is this it? Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue. It's a big issue. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. You need to get to go where you need to go and get the job done. She's doing her Cosby again. She's doing the Cosby. Elections matter. And when folks vote, they order what they want. And, and in this they, case, they got what they asked yes, for. Yes, they got the sloppy seconds of everybody else. That's what we got between these two. So motherfuckers over in the Middle East, the most dangerous place on the world that isn't named Stockton, and some bitch comes out and says, "Hey, hey, we're gonna we're gonna reverse the Trump policy, and we're gonna start giving the Palestinians a lot of money." Hey, hey, chosen people of Israel, fuck you. Buenos dias, ogre. Little dolls sucking the pee pee, flossing pop pop, the pudding pops. So not only. Is he handing the Palestinians more money? He decided to come out and say something about Iran. Now, I'm okay with him saying this about Iran because I'm like, okay, let's see what you got. But he came out and said that, uh, well, the people from uh, Iran came out and said that Biden will pay the price after saying he would use force as a last resort to keep Iran from nuclear weapons. Man, I remember when Iran was shutting the fuck up. I remember when North Korea was shutting the fuck up. I remember when China and Russia were both shutting the fuck up. What changed? Oh, that's right. This moron. So the best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to Anyway. But but Arnie, he's married to a doctor. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, I mean, come on. Come on. You're sending this guy there? 
I mean, I know you're not going to sing Kamala because all she's going to do is laugh and say stupid shit and talk in circles. Not that Joe, Joe's going to nod off. This time change has got to do fucking terrible things to him. You imagine, tra- it's, like, it's like traveling with a baby that you have on a feeding schedule. It's in the middle of the afternoon, he's in a meeting with some shake, and they're like, Mr. President, it's your nap time. And he just dozes off right there. Oh, Hangtown Jen, good morning to you. How are you today? Have you ever heard of a Portuguese snowblower? When you're blowing some Colombian sinus sauce, a.k.a. cocaine, off a girl's back door and she farts covering your face in the Colombian Bam Bam. There you go. There you go. There's the Portuguese snowblower. And the Middle East would be so tolerant of a black woman. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I think that if, if Kamala Harris were to uh, get off the plane, I believe, I believe that, now, now, I might be wrong about this, but I think that the, they would serenade her with this. There we go. There we go. Kamala's about to get off the plane. The Iranian people are standing, and they're all singing in unison. Here we go. I don't think they're going to be playing that. No, no, I, I, I don't. I think if they play anything when Kamala gets off the plane, I, I think I think there's only one song they'd play. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Oh, that was too easy. That was just too easy. Uh, some chick gives you the Portuguese snowblower. Don't let her punk you. Suck that shit in your mouth and shotgun it into her face. <laughs> uh, and that's why you only visit Portugal in the summer. <laughs> oh, man, yes. Joe Biden in the Middle East giving comedians and talk show hosts Ammunition for years and years and years to come. Now, now, now we 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 have a couple stories about our little lady there in uh, New York, little uh, little AOC, who's uh, who who stirred up quite a bit of trouble here in the last couple days, and I'm gonna see if you guys are with me on this. Oh, I had, there was video with one of these, but I guess it's gone now. Uh, let's see. She, she, she took it down, obviously. Um, she went on Twitter. She shared a video on Twitter of a man harassing her and making derogatory comments about her appearance and her support for abortion rights on the steps outside of the U.S. Capitol. She posted about a deeply disgusting incident that happened today in the Capitol steps. I deleted it because it's clearly someone seeking extremist fame. 
It's just a bummer to work in an institution that openly allowed this, but talking about it only invites more. Uh, standing outside, see my favorite big booty Latina AOC, he yells at the video. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful, he continues. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that big booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. Um, by the way, she is bitching and moaning about this, even though she openly and 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 honestly, she she did it on her Twitter page publicly, supported the people that went into a restaurant, a public business or a private business and decided to wreck Brett Kavanaugh's dinner. She thought that was hysterical. But when she's on the public steps, people can't talk to her. There you go. That is the complete defining definition of rules are for thee, not for me. So people can harass Brett Kavanaugh because he's calling people baby or people are are saying he's a woman killer. He hates women because he wants women to die because of ectopic pregnancies. Those are going to be outlawed, even though they're not, because that's a medical procedure. Um, But somebody compliments you on your big Latino butt, and now they're harassing you. Hmm. Hmm. Why are why are more people not fucking upset at this story? Oh, I know why. Because the people that would be upset at this story actually have lives and they're living their lives and they're paying their bills by working. You know who's going to get upset at this story? People that follow AOC. That's who's going to get upset at this. She's a woman. She's more than a piece of meat. That's terrible they would say those things to. But it's not terrible to do that to Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, it amazes me. The, the level of hypocrisy in Washington, D.C. Is, is truly amazing. Let's see. Uh, Reverend AOC says, is upset because no one has ever referred to her as a taco. She only gets called Latina because she's 90% cream and 10% coffee. She should be called an Americana because she's as mixed as the rest of us. Oh, man. Uh, She was more offended at being called Latina and not Latinos or Latinx. What offended her more? She's saying she had a big ass or not calling her Latinx. Arise, good morning to you. Yeah, I, I think this is one of those stories. When you see these stories about these politicians that get upset because they get and then they go and say it's okay to break federal law saying that the AOC is not breaking federal law see there's a gigantic difference and here here's the other difference she's in a public place she's on the steps of the supreme court doesn't get much more public than that 
Oh, I saw her going on a rant about something else. It it was about January 6th. And how she was a mile away, literally a mile, a full city block away from the incident on January 6th. And she said, oh, they were going to kill me, blah, blah, blah. What do you think Brett Kavanaugh's family is thinking when people are in their front yard? When somebody shows up at the restaurant that they're at with their family, what do you think their family's feeling there? And by the way, they're not an entire city block away from the problem. They're either a yard or a window away. Oh, truly amazes me. Truly, it, it, it's stupid. And you know what's going to stupefy me even more? And I, I, I'm, I've, I've honestly, I've started to prepare for this. And I know you're going to say, well, God, that sounds uh, really sick. It, it is. Because I, I'm just going to tell you right now. I, I don't know if, if Lori Lightfoot is up for mayor in Chicago in November. But I'm going to tell you right now, she's going to win. A hundred percent. I know this as a fact. She is going to win. That's the kind of shit. And, 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 and I use that as an example to show you that no matter how bad the, the city gets, no matter how horrible it is, I guess we're going to have to wait for cities to start burning before people change their minds about voting in this country. I don't know how Lori Lightfoot could get reelected. I think it takes, and, and she's got them because I guarantee you she has gigantic balls. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's one of those born with it all. She's one of the hermaphrodudes or whatever. Ah, guarantee. Her balls are so big because she's going to run for office. This month, alone, or, or if you put the last four weeks together, they've had about 125 shootings in Chicago, in a one-month span. And I would say probably about 10 dead. Yet nobody, except this show, is talking about, where's all the talk about gun control there? Where's Black Lives Matter? Because most of these shootings are happening on the south side of Chicago. The, The underdeveloped, part of Chicago, the hood, if you will. I haven't seen Black Lives Matter say one thing about Chicago. Hmm. Pretty weird. Uh, Hermaphrodude, let's make that a thing. Okay, Hermaphrodude. Because, they, see, Hermaphrodite, that, this, that doesn't do it. See, in Hermaphrodude, you have her and dude. See, so now we know what that is. A hermaphrodite? I don't know. I, is that like a, a firecracker? Or is, is that like plankton? A hermaphrodude? I know that, that that's a chick with a dick or a guy with tits. One of the two. And yes, I know. I, I just filled the world with full of hate speech just right there. And let me just tell you, it felt good. It felt good. 
Lori Lightfoot is Beetlejuice's offspring. Oh, she is. No, she's more Gollum than anything. I mean, when she comes out and she talks, yeah, I got Nobody it. Nobody likes you. Yep. You're a liar. Mm-hmm. And a yep. murderer. Yeah, yeah. She's looking in the mirror, by the way, when she's saying all those things. Oh, man. Lori Lightfoot is one of those pictures you see on clickbait websites for things you never knew existed in nature. <laughs> yeah, they found this in the in the rainforest deep, 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 deep. They had to get past that tribe that hasn't had any contact with the outside world in like 300 years. You got to go even past them to find the Lori Lightfoots. Uh... <laughs> BLM doesn't talk about black-on-black crime or the liberal utopia that is Baltimore and Chicago. Very true. So if a man is walking down the street and you have a bigger and you have a bigger bitch than a girl, huh? Bigger what? So I I don't even know. No, hermaphrodite would have big tits too. See, so we're getting rid of hermaphrodite. Dite is a, a, I don't even know what a dite is. If it was a hermaphrodite, then we could sit and talk. Uh, let's see. Uh, good morning, ass family. I survived my first week at, at work, and I have to say I love my new job. Very good. Everyone is so welcoming and helpful, nicest people, and they get my sense of humor. I mean, I don't discuss Whore Island or anything, but my coworkers are cool, and the campus is so pretty. Well, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. Working at the University of Nevada, using your degree, fantastic. Congratulations to you for that. Uh, all right, what do we got back to here? Who are we going to make fun of? Oh, I do. Oh, this is fantastic. I, I, I'm just going to let this play out. We'll, we'll play this here real quick. Come on. Come on, play. Play the fucking ad that you're going to play beforehand so I can hit mute. Comcast Business. There you go. Don't care about Comcast Business. We care about this. A bigger bitch than that girl. No, it's Hermaphrodite. That's what we're going to go with. Hermaphrodite. Uh, two Greek gods, but Hermaphrodite's... Okay, here we go. Whoop. All right. This is uh, uh, Native American uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren. And here you go. God damn it, play. Especially on abortion, but on other issues as well. The president does talk a lot about how he is constrained. Like you mentioned, he doesn't have enough senators. He's constrained by the courts. And I'm wondering if that kind of rhetoric can be demoralizing to the base who go out and work to try to get Democrats elected. Look. My view in this is to say to everybody, just give us two. Uh, if you'll give us two more senators, uh, then Good fucking we can get rid of the filibuster. We can make Roe the law of the land. Um, we can do what we need to do for this country. Why Senator, an activist group is offering to pay people if they send in the locations of justices. Uh, do you think that this has gone too far at this point? There's your answer. Her answer was getting in a car door and shutting it on the reporter. When asked, people are giving out location. I, I, I'm sorry. These are people that are already guarded by the Secret Service. And now people are giving out their locations. And a United States senator doesn't have anything to say about that. 
Not even a simple. Are you for real? I, I, I'm lost here. Just give us two. You're not going to get them there, Elizabeth. Hopefully somehow you get voted out, you stupid fucking donkey. Oh, Kale, you're, you're, well, here, here's the thing, Kale. Right now they're worked up about it. Their base is worked up. Let them, let them change the, the narrative real quick and then vote them in. And then everybody will forget about this again. Because they've had 50 fucking years. They have had, the Democrats have had 50 years to make this the law of the land and have plenty of ample opportunities to have gone their way. I I agree with that, Ogre. Giving out the locations of high-ranking officials is domestic terrorism. He said, he said, I said it, but hey, you did, I'll say it too. I said it. I said, I said it. Right, right. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. And your little dog too. Right. Because it is domestic terrorist. You're giving the locations of Supreme Court justices. You're getting paid to do that. You are a paid terrorist. She's too busy doing Indian dances around her office to Tatanka's entrance theme. Warren is 135, uh, 345th Indian. Oh, I, I know. I mean, I, I looked at a picture. There's a meme going around a couple years ago that, that showed a white Jeep Cherokee. It said, this is more Native American than her. I totally agree they've had time, but really expose those frauds. Um, I want to know why anyone protected by the Secret Service who doesn't have anything uh, uh, illegal isn't immediately stopped or arrested. No one is above the law, and Secret Service agents are peace officers. I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know why these people weren't arrested. I don't know why the Secret Service weren't doing their jobs there. Maybe they were told they couldn't arrest them because of PR. See, everybody right now is all so worried And this is every line of business, everything out there. They're all so worried about the PR. Now, there's a lot of things that are different in today's world than than back before when you you could get away with the phrase, any press is good press. That's not true anymore due to the simple fact that when you say any press, that means bad press against you. Um, is still good for you. It's not true. If you're if you're caught exposing yourself to a bunch of eleven year olds, and you're in the news, you, you will never be able to run for president ever. Never, never, never. I, I mean, I, and I'm talking about any kind of president. Maybe you could be a president of Nambla or something like that. But you ain't going to be a company president. You ain't going to be United States president. It, no. See, they, but, but now the bad PRs, people are worried about speaking the truth. Elizabeth Warren, if the, let me just say this right now. And this is, this is the part that I hate so much. 
is the hypocrisy. I mean, honestly, this is why I, I use consistency and logic. I hate hypocrisy. I hate it. How would their stories change if that front lawn was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's? That's all I'm going to say. That's all. Uh, they should get Border Patrol horse agents to protect SCOTUS judges. They could use their big whips to keep the protesters away. Yeah, look at Pee Wee Herman. I'm going to ha- happen to him for spanking the monkey in a porn theater. Yeah. I mean, look, look, and that was, honestly, Pee Wee was kind of the start of it. If you think back, that's kind of when the paparazzi first really started. And the thing is, is that back then, it wasn't bad. But only a couple years later, this little thing came out called the Internet. And see, the Internet has been the, the catalyst of all press is good press is a lie now. Because shit, uh, look, I look up my name and some of the first stuff on the first page. And yes, I've Googled my name before because I am that narcissistic. Um... But a lot of that that stuff in the first page is about the time we made the joke, if if you will, about me throwing my shoe at a kid. This shit lives forever now. And I understand being careful about certain things, but when it comes to your your ideas and things like that, like things you say, it, it, but the hypocrisy. See, this is where the hypocrisy comes in. Because I, I'll, I'll just say it. I, I mean, how is this? Arise if you're at work. Please, uh, please uh, divert. How is this allowed? Can I get out of the bus? No, not that one. This we one. already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. He said it. He said that. And I know that was in the 80s when he said it. But there's still video of him saying it. He's never apologized for it. He didn't apologize for this. Can I get out of the bus. I get out of the car. And, uh, and I said, Mom, why are all those kids, and it was then called colored, why are all those colored kids in that bus? Because in Scranton, there weren't any. There were very few blacks. So they're not allowed to go to school. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I, I mean, I mean, in five years, Arnie will be retroactively charged with abusing an imaginary child. Oh, that was, you know what, honestly, that was my favorite part was reading the internet during that whole thing. Because I thought if I get fired for this, then you know what, radio's fucking dumb. And I was scared, I was scared. And I I said radio's dumb if I get fired for this, but hey, look, I crossed a line and, and my listener said that too much was too much. But it wasn't our listeners that said we said too much. We didn't get a bunch of listener complaints. Do you know what the complaints we got were? They were from all of our sponsors. I'm going to tell you this right now. Because what happened, if you don't know, this is way, 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 way before even Caitlyn Jenner. Um, did a story about a kid who wanted to wear a dress to school. He was a boy. And we didn't know what we know now and all this kind of bullshit. And I said, if that was my son, if that was Arnie Jr., I'd throw a shoe at him. That's all I said. I wasn't going to take him to a, a concentration camp in North Korea. 
I, I, I wasn't going to, you know, take him to one of those gay away camps or anything like that. I just simply said, throw a shoe at him. And it just so happened that, whatever happened to the, the gay and lesbian alliance, glad. They just got that name just taken completely. Glad I could live with. The LBTQXYZ plus. I really don't like the plus. Well, they got wind of it. They heard it. They were in town doing a symposium. And they were the ones that contacted our sponsors. And one by one, sponsors started pulling off. And, and, and I'll never forget what, what made me the maddest was, you know, we raised a lot of money for a couple of those sponsors. And I figured, you know, it was a joke. They know me. I, but so we had to come back, do the apology show. We did the apology show. I didn't care. I, I let some things fly that day. And I, we were accepted and we, we grew even bigger as a show. But I look back now on it and go, that was really all dumb. That was just fodder to push my name in the dirt to further their agenda. Because I didn't do anything wrong. I made a harmless joke. The plus is for the gay premium capital change. As long as it's in the high heels, some of those have hell of a point. <laughs> and a free membership to the premium dating app. Um. Oh, I wanted to read. Ratburger just texted me this. Uh, he says, "You raise a very good point about Ginsburg and the hypocrisy." I also think Joe has his answer when it comes to how come y'all believe in institutions anymore? No, we don't need you. Created two sets of rules and two classes, and and that's what they're happy with. He's in the ruling class. And has been for the last 50 years. That's something I have to deal with at UNR. I'm in HR, so it's all about diversity and inclusion. My training is nonstop. I have to sign my email with all my office info and my pronouns. It's weird to me. Like, you're out. I'm very, very excited for you, and I'm very happy for you to have this job because it is your, your passion. I will tell you this right now. You couldn't pay me to work at a state-run college now. A state-run college could back up a money truck and say to me, hey, Arnie, we want you to do a stand-up show here. And I'd be like, nope, because I am going to hurt a lot of feelings. I'm going to hurt a lot of feelings and not give a shit about it. Now, see, if somehow I was on the other side, if I or, or I was, like, let, let's say I was the perfect human being, like Don Lemon. Don Lemon came out and said, Republicans must be treated as danger to society by media and cannot be coddled. How are we a danger to society? I'm just wondering. Were there nothing but Republicans running in the streets Two summers ago? I know there were Republicans on January 6th. I won't argue with you there, but I guess the Republicans were doing all those marches. <gasps> oh, wait. You wouldn't for my little college, Arnie? Well, it, it, if there was a doctorate involved, 
I will say this, any college that wants me to perform and you offer me a, a, an honorary doctorate of comedy, I'm there. And you don't even have to pay me. Because that way I can put Dr. Arnie States. Doctor of comedy. Um, that's any business in California now. Stupid diversity and inclusion. Let me, let me just say this. God, thank you so much that I do not have to work in the public anymore. I remember, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you a story. So there was a time when, uh, when I was on the old show, the, the first one, not the terrible second one, but the first show. And a lot of people asked, because you'd watch our videos online and stuff, and you'd see different T-shirts behind me. And one that stayed up there for a long time was the Duke lacrosse shirt. And everybody thought that was so terrible that I had Duke lacrosse shirt because of the whole rape thing, even though the rape didn't happen. Those boys were totally innocent. I had it behind me. And everybody asked, Arnie, why did you go to T-shirts? Well, here's the truth. A listener once gave me a beach towel. And it was the Confederate flag. Now, I'm never going to use that to dry my skin or wipe dirt off on me. And, and, and this is why I don't have, you know, a, a Texas flag golf flag or an American flag golf flag. I don't believe in wiping dirt on any flag, flag stuff. So I, I don't have those. So this towel is very nice. So I used it, and I hung it behind me to the video angle. That was my backdrop was a Confederate flag. And I had it there for about at least three or four months. Until the big kahuna himself, our general manager, the man who I adored, I still adore to this day, I still talk to him every now and then, the big kahuna says, hey, Arnie, can you come to my office after the show? Now, this was something that I wouldn't get worked up about because I knew it wasn't bad because he talked to me directly. I was like, okay, no problem. And he was a friend of mine. So I, I, I went back there, went to his office. Says, Arn, we, we got to have you take down the flag. And I said, why? I, I, I explained my reason. He said, well, somebody was very offended in the building about it. Now, if this would have been any other human being, pretty much any other human being, I would have at least had a little bit more of a debate. I'm not going to say I'd win, but I'd, I'd have a little bit more of a debate, and it would be it would be a friendly lively debate between the two things but because he was man enough to come to me and ask me nicely i said okay so i took down my flag and i mean i couldn't even have it hang during the show because you could barely see it anywhere in the building this is the part that pissed me off the most because we had two windows and, and maybe a third outside type window that you could see into our studio. But you couldn't see behind me. Maybe see it a little bit from the door if you hit the right angle. And I'll never forget, when I, when I took it down, I was thinking about it. And then something hit me. 
at that time in our building, I will tell you this right now, Intercom, which is no longer a company. They're, they're called something Audacity now. Intercom in Sacramento had zero black employees at the time. You know, I still kept it down. I still kept it down, and I, I was sitting there just going, huh. Alicia, good morning to you. Uh, I, I I still don't know if the, anybody did or if this was just an act on his part to uh, curtail the flag. I never found out if anybody really ever did complain about it. But I, I still look back on that, and I go, okay. I, I Look, look. Sometimes you have to give in, because that got me a that got me a free pass on a lot of fucking things I said on the air was doing that, but it was still bullshit at the time. Because we have people like this, like Don Lemon, who comes on and uses his his platform to spew his idyllic hate, coming out and saying that Republicans must be treated as danger to society by media. Well, how are we supposed to treat Hunter Biden? Is he not a danger to society? He frequents prostitutes. He brags about how much crack cocaine he has. He's bragged in the past about how much Parmesan he smoked off the floor. He's not a danger to society. Oh, I b- believe me, Douglas, I know. Don Lamont is the most trash thing. By the way, uh, where, where's this cleanup happening on CNN? Where, where, where's it at? I'm just wondering. Remember they just got sold and they said they are going to clean up that network? Cleanup number one would be fire this bitch. Fire the guy jacking off on the Zoom meeting. Here, how about this? How about you just overhaul the whole staff? How about one day of programming, you find all those specials that ESPN or CNN has run over the years, and you just do 24 hours of that while you get your team in place. I would love this, but there's no way they do it because, well, who knows? Maybe now they could make money off this. How about a news organization? And everybody's going to laugh at me here now because now why don't I just ask for unicorns too? Why don't we have a news station that actually delivers the news? That, that, that doesn't speculate on anything. They tell you the facts and just the facts. I know, I know everybody's listening right now going, God damn it, Arnie, you're dumb. Thank God that you have the celebrity death match of coolest fucking movie and TV cars today. I think that's a network that could actually make money. Someone that when the next presidential election happens, they offer seven minutes to the Republican and seven minutes to the incumbent Democrat. Is Newsmax legit? Uh, Let's see, do I have that one? 
Newsmax, I, I think Newsmax is very, very right wing. I mean, I still watch Fox because I, I, I tend to like the way their coverage works. Not necessarily everything they're covering, and I don't watch hardly any of their shows like Tucker or, or The Five. I, I don't watch Gutafield. Fox is very still right-leaning. Not as much as, like, Newsmax or OWN. There, there's a few others. And there's a lot. There's so many more left-leaning networks. I would like a network that goes right down the middle. That's all. That reports the facts. No speculation. No nothing. Sky News Australia, they're not at all uber right-wing, wink, wink. Okay. News now is just sensationalized opinions and political agendas. It's not even news. No, it's not. Maybe there's some areas of local news sometimes that 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 are, but See, everybody has to have that breaking story. Everybody's waiting on that next big story because that will get them to the next level. I mean, let me let me tell you a little bit about the uh, the, the the industry of broadcasting. After I read uh, this, they need Bill Maher to merge with Ben Shapiro, Daily Wire. Those two actually have conversation and respect each other and can report truth, not just distorted versions thereof. I think that would be great. I I, I think it would be great to have if you have news anchors. Maybe you keep Don Lamont in there with Tucker Carlson. See how long that would last. That wouldn't last but about five minutes before a fucking fist would be thrown and slurs would be out there. I avoid mainstream media, no Fox, no CNN, no MSNBC, no Newsmax, no OWN. I get my news from Ask, Daily Wire, Timcast, and Blaze. There you go. Um, I, 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 the way the broadcasting world works is this way especially when it comes to anchors and positions. And a friend of mine is about to go through this again. My mentor, the guy I first interned for, his name was Kirby Moss. The name is Kirby Moss. He hasn't died. Um, he was my main boss. He and Mike Galanos, Mike Galanos, who now works for uh, CNN or Headline News. He works in Atlanta. Uh, but the way the, the broadcast world works is this way is that you start off in a real, real tiny town that has their own television, you know, reporting market like 150 or something crazy like that. And all the news producers from the second tier markets, from the medium to large size markets, look and watch that. They watch that and then they pick from that. They'll pick the best ones and then they come to their Reno size market. And then from Reno, it's up to you to start sending your packages out and things like that. And you might not think you're good enough, like my friend Mike Galanos did. And he went from Reno to CNN. And my friend Kirby is about to get back into the broadcast. He, he did some things for his family for a long time. He got out of broadcasting. He and I talked the other day. Uh, he's got job offers in San Diego and in Yuma, Arizona. I said, well... You know, what are the offers? You didn't really tell me the offers. I said, well, 
Yuma, you know, will you'll be seen by more people. You could be the next Pat Sajak, and he really could. I said, San Diego, great market. They're going to pay you a lot, and it's San Diego. He still doesn't know what he's going to do. Ogre News Service, you humans all suck. I hate you all, and you should all be extinct. Up next, sports and weather. <laughs> I'm with Douglas. Uh, those pullets have the best reporting. Still uh, a bit base, but uh, at least they can hopefully admit it. Oh, let's see. Tomcast, uh, Blaze. I, I, my, my, I, I go to everything. I, I use everything. I use Daily Mail. I use CNN. I use Fox. I use a lot of different things. New York Post, uh, Washington Times, or Washington Post, whatever. I, I, I go to so many websites and find these stories. And a lot of times I find the same story on two different websites and it's reported completely differently. So that's where you have to do... This is where you... This is the shitty part about the news now. The news is it makes you work. You read how CNN writes it. You read how Fox writes it. The truth is somewhere in the middle. She actually died yesterday, Alicia. I covered that first thing that uh, Ivanka Trump died. So, yes, uh... Don Lemon thinks that Republicans are dangerous. Okay. And I'm glad he thinks that way because he doesn't want them waking up. I keep telling you, you don't want that one side waking up. Because when that side wakes up, it's over. We aren't going to fuck around anymore. This isn't the fuck around gang. No, this is the get-the-job-done gang that you're waking up now. And, and once and once you wake us up and we're awake and we're pissed and we've, we've canceled plans to do the shit that we want to do because we got to whoop your ass, it's going to hurt twice as much. And I believe that will be the first Tuesday in November when you get to see a little bit of the teeth of that side. By the way... Isn't this weird that, that Joe Biden has done so much for the economy that new unemployment filings in the U.S. rise to the highest levels in eight months? What? Wait a second. I, I, I thought the great uniter was filling more jobs than he knew what to do with. And now we have the highest unemployment numbers in eight months? Could it possibly have something to do? You know what? Let that 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 that. Can we let let's blame Putin for it? You got fired because Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine. That's why you got fired. There you go. Has nothing to do with gas prices. Nothing to do with inflation. No, 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 no. Inflation, by the way, was caused by Vladimir Putin also, because he wore a he wore a green tie instead of a blue tie. I swear to God. Will somebody be honest with me and tell me what good this man has done in office? Oh, I, I, I know. He's going to continue. He, he got the Mexicans to pay $1.5 billion for the wall. Okay. 
Which, by the way, I'm still not buying that. I want to know what comes along with that. That barbershop in Pigfuck, Alabama went out of business because they didn't have enough Ukrainian customers. Trump had it to the lowest ever. Biden got it to the highest. He sees this as a great accomplishment. And nobody can tell him any differently. No, 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 I see I've got the highest. That means I'm the best. Joe Biden winning. I think it's going to take him. And and it, this is why they don't do interviews with him anymore. This is why you'll never see him do a sit-down one-on-one interview. I don't know. Did he do one before the Super Bowl last year? I think he did. Because all presidents usually do. At least starting in Obama. Obama and Trump did them all through their presidencies. Um, They won't let him do that because there's no one to catch him. There's no safety net with those. You remember when Bill O'Reilly interviewed, he interviewed Obama. Could you imagine Bill O'Reilly being allowed to interview Joe Biden? I think, I think, I think uh, O'Reilly might beat him up. So just we're clear, if either orange man's fault or shirtless Russian man's fault for every problem, the former vice, yes. Yes, you are correct. It's either orange man or shirtless man. If that's true, does that make right? Yes. Oh, God. Joe Biden is the most racist president we've ever had. Biden got Brittany Griner home. Oh, wait. Biden lowered gas. Oh, wait. Biden solved the supply chain crisis. Oh, wait. Biden lowered inflation. Oh, wait. Biden kept Iran from enriching uranium. Oh, wait. I just... I. To the, to the group that still gives him a 32% approval rating, to that 32% out there, what has he done? Just tell me, what has he done? Because that 32% is not happy about the wall. Uh, uh, let me just say. I guarantee. That 32% is pissed off that Joe Biden has a $1.5 billion deal in place with Mexico. To build the wall. They're pissed at that. Because the only people that are going to be saying he's doing a good job are the people that are holding on for dear life to the Democratic Party. (laughs) Biden United Americans. Oh, wait. Uh, By the way, if I haven't done this, and I don't honestly think I've done this, but I, I remember I, I can remember going back in time, if I can find the back in time music here. Uh, and I do believe that I said expect bad things to happen if Joe Biden wins the presidency. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man! In the world! Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. I hate doing it. I hate it. But I think that we can we, we can be sure now that after he's been in office for almost two full years, this is a failed presidency. 
Yeah. Uh, they'll claim he put the first black female on SCOTUS, which he did do. Okay. Uh, now, now, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. If that side says that, they, they realize that that's not really a good. I, I, it's fine. I have no problem with a black woman on there. That's not really a, a giant accomplishment. If we're talking about term limits for Supreme Court justices. But they will, yeah, Brett, you're correct. They will say that. Um, This was the exact same thing with Obama. For seven of his eight years, everything was Bush's fault. Yeah. And after like day eight, Donald Trump could no longer use anything on Obama. Well, it's Obama. Doing this, President, you've been in office for eight days. Unbelievable. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS. It is that time again, and we got to thank Arise for this one. Uh, she wrote me and said, have you ever done, like, the, the greatest cars and movies and things? And I said, no, so here we go. It is time, time for, for Celebrity These are the coolest cars from movies, TV shows of all time. And we need to figure out which four are the greatest, along with which one in general is the greatest. Let's get it on. All right. Biden voted against the first black woman before. Very true. Eight days, I'll give them eight minutes until the end when they have the oath, right? Good point, Brady. All right, here we go. In our first matchup. Of supercars here. I I, I mean, I, do I have it anywhere here? Hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me see if I have it. Uh, I think I do. I better have it. Otherwise, I'm not really a fan, am I? Uh-huh. Oh, there it is. Right there. Okay. We'll just open it up, crank it down a little bit, and go. Oh, uh, the 1969... Racing orange with the Confederate flag on top and the letters 01 on the sides. I'm talking about the General Lee. The General Lee taking on the Ferrari from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We're, we're ranking which is the most iconic car. Is it the General Lee or is it the Ferrari that they tried to run in reverse to get the miles off? Ask family. I ask you, who you got? War movies. I like that a lot. The greatest war movies? Oh my, I gotta write that down. Woo! Oh, this is a runaway. We gotta we got stop this. Stop the fight now, my God. The General Lee moves on with no problem at all. 
Now, in there, we mentioned uh, somebody mentioned uh, a Mount Rushmore of the greatest war movies. Oh, I love that idea. I will work on that this weekend as well. Remember, Monday we're doing quote-unquote tough guys like Alec Baldwin. Okay? Here we go. I mean, you guys are all making the jokes there. You know the joke, right? What do you call two Vietnamese guys in a 69 Charger? The gooks of hazard. Holy shit! Yeah, I know, I know. It's terrible. I, I, I Forgive me for it. Next one up here. Here we go. We have the Aston Martin that was driven by the one and only Bond, James Bond, taking on the Ghostbuster Cadillac. You remember the Ghostbuster rig? We have the Aston Martin taking on the Ghostbuster Cadillac. Ask family who you got. Ghostbuster fans, they are in the house. The Ecto-1 moves on. Next matchup. He wanted to get a, a, a sports car to take his family across the country, but instead they gave Clark W. Griswold the family truckster. That hideous station wagon with the fake wood paneling taking on the Dodge Monaco that the Blues Brothers drove. You know, the cop car? So we got the family truckster against the Blues Brothers car. Ask family, who you got? Close matchup. We're tied. And now our final matchup in the first round. 
This car could do everything, literally. It could talk to you. It could drive. It was bulletproof. I think it had laser and fires as well. I'm talking about the Knight Rider itself, Kit, taking on Herbie the Love Bug. Once driven by uh, the Freckly Chick. I can't think of her name. But, yes, Herbie the Love Bug versus Kit. Ask family. Who you got? Overwhelming support for Kit. The Knight Rider car. The Knight Rider car moves on and is in. Uh, we're in the talks of it now. It could make the mountain. We will find out right here, right now, in our first matchup, Ass Family, to see who gets to the Mount Rushmore of greatest cars in the history of entertainment. Our first matchup is the General Lee against. The Ecto-1. The General Lee versus the Ecto-1. Ask family. Who you got? Oh, wait. Oh, wait I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't, don't start voting yet. Hold on. Hold on one second here. Uh, 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 here we go. This will be it. There you go. Now you can vote. I'm a charger. That charges through the night Like an orange bolt of lightning Passing everything in sight I'm the best pal the Duke boy has ever had Whoa! I'm thunder on the highway Looking bad, bad, bad I'm a knight Like the kind in shining armor With my polished body gleaming I'm a fighter and a charmer If trouble comes your way Just ask for me my friends all know me as a General Lee. I'm the General Lee. A pistol puppet, steel belt, and cavalry. I'll never let you down when you're riding with me. Buckle up and I'll show you what I mean. Take a look back there. We have a winner, ass family. Ass family. The General Lee moves on. The General Lee is on the Mount Rushmore. You realize Johnny Cash died at that right time. Imagine the Southern Heritage song being canceled by the woke left. If he wasn't dead already, that would have killed him. Amen to that. Uh, all right, in our final matchup to see in the first round, who gets there? Who is going to end up on the Mount Rushmore of coolest cars now? Will it be Herbie the Love Bug? Are you kidding me? Oh, come on. Hold on a sec. I, I'm looking through music here, and it, it's pissing me off. Wait, it, it's under that. That's what it's under. There we go. All right, now we got it. <clears throat> 
Herbie the Love Bug versus the Dodge Monaco, the Blues Brothers cop car. Ask family who you got. many before wait a second wait a second hold on i messed that up why did i write i wrote down herb wait a second wait 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 we have to redo this one because i messed up this is my fault herbie wasn't even in that race no 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 the the matchup is i apologize and i will play it, it different music this time uh, I'm so sorry about that. I don't know why I wrote down Herbie. I mean, honestly, hold on a second here. Fuck Herbie, yeah. Arnie, admit it, you referred to that fucking NFC Championship game before the Rams and 49ers, didn't you? I didn't do anything of the sort. I'm waiting for to see if this spits out something for me here so we can actually do this correctly. Um, no, no, no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Maybe there. There it is. Hold on a second. All right. So the actual matchup is this. No, that wasn't it. They're just using really cool stuff. All right. Uh, fuck it. I can't use Knight Rider music, so here we go. The matchup should have been the Blues Brothers... Taking on Kit. Blues Brothers versus Kit. Ask family. Who you got?
have a winner. It is Kit. Kit wins. Boy, I, I fucked that one all to hell. But but the Mount Rushmore is now set. We have it corrected. Everything's good. The General Lee and Kit are currently on the Mount Rushmore of coolest movie cars. 775-357-FANS. I had too much going on there. That was my own fault. I'm an idiot. Uh, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. I'm sure you'll send plenty of hate mails of how I fucked that bit all to hell. Uh, And, yes, I will read them. Uh, It is the Arnie State. It's Friday, so uh, I have a little light on me. I just started to Sanka. Out El Paso away. Well, I've been doing fine on the Houston time. And when the sun sets on the Coconut Bay, well, from way up to where the Red River flows on down to the Rio Grande. Well, I was born a native Texican, and I'm proud to say that I am. Yeah, I like Texas. Well, ain't it fine here? Shutterbuck beer, yeah, I like Texas Man, there ain't no doubt Just listen to me, cause I know what I'm talking about Now there's old dance halls and them little cafes Where you can get a taste of the Lone Star State Strap on your boots and have yourself a laugh or two well, there's no line dancing, just straight romance in that hill country love. Well, it's what I fancy, where the strings run clear, and Lord, the skies, they are so blue. Yeah, I like Texas. Well, ain't it fine here? I like to pick my guitar down at Old Green Hall and drink that Shutterbot beer. Yeah, I like Texas. Man, there ain't no doubt. On a lukewarm beer to go On a Sunday side of a road trip weekend Lordy, I was feeling so low When somebody flipped on a jukebox And I heard old Bob Will say Well, won't you stay all night? Stay a little longer so I held on another day Yeah, I like Texas On a Saturday night And everything will be just right down here in Texas Man, there ain't no doubt You just listen to me Cause I know what I'm talking about 
There were seven Spanish angels at the altar, at the altar of the sun. Oh, 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 I believe they were praying for the lover that he was in the valley of the dawn. Well, well, well. When the battle stopped and the smoke went, there was thunder on the wrong. Oh, yeah. And seven Spanish angels. I've seen men look at her before And they think I don't see I'd like to think it makes me proud But I'm only fooling me I know she'll be looking back The minute I'm not there While she pours herself on some stranger I poured myself a drink somewhere She's acting single I'm drinking doubles I hide my pain I drown my troubles Drinking doubles I know what she plans to do But I don't know where are we If I ask who that stranger was She'll just say an old friend I'm not weak, I tell myself I stay because I'm strong The truth is I'm not man enough To stop her from doing me wrong She's acting single I'm drinking doubles I hide my pain I drown my troubles All right, welcome back to the big show uh, here on a Friday. Yes, Fred, uh, for screwing that up, I owe everybody donuts. Donuts are in the mail. There you go. Just sit by your mailbox and wait, and and if you don't get them, the postman ate them. That's all I can tell you. 
Now, now we're going to get back to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch here in just a little bit, but we have the show to do, and usually the second hour I lighten things up, and we do a lot more entertainment-type stories and things like that, and we're going to start with a huge entertainment story, I thought. I thought this was sent to me last night by a very big um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean fan. And you know me, I only read the titles, and I go, okay, that's good enough. And this title was good enough. Significant, significant Johnny Depp tease return to Pirates of the Caribbean. What? Oh, my God. I mean, that's amazing that maybe he's going to come back. Holy shit! Look at them donuts! <laughs> All right, so I, I then started to read the story. The saga between Johnny Depp and Disney has been quite the journey this year so far. They still have Johnny Depp's character up in Disneyland, but they did report that Margot Robbie was going to replace him in Pirates of the Caribbean, which would have gotten me to see that movie. Maybe, possibly, probably not. I don't know how she can be the new Captain Jack Sparrow, but that's a whole different thing. Now, he's left the, the, the Jerry Bruckheimer, the guy that produces the, those movies, has left the door open for Johnny. Now... No spokespeople have confirmed anything. Remember a few weeks ago, we heard about this $301 million deal to get him back, and he was going to do something on Disney+. Plus. There's been no reports from either side's camp. Instead, what we get is this. Johnny Depp was seen for the first time since his falling out with Disney Wearing the burgundy headband of Captain Jack Sparrow. While Johnny is commonly spotted wearing a headband bandana, he usually sports the black and white polka dot headgear as seen below. So seeing him wear the colors of the beloved Captain Jack is pretty significant. No, it's not. No, it's not. What the? You're basing you're basing an entire internet article on the fact that he was wearing a burgundy colored do rag. For the I hope he never comes back now. Oh my God! Come on! That is garbage. Because he was wearing a bandana? Hell, you could be, if it was burgundy, he's probably in the fucking bloods. Let's get that rumor started. Johnny Depp has joined the notorious and nefarious street game, The Bloods, as seen by him wearing a red bandana. You've got to be kidding me. That this is an actual story. Because he wore a burgundy bandana. Not until I get, I, I, I need to see proof of him signing a contract. Will I report on Johnny Depp coming back as Jack Sparrow anymore? 
That story is modern American journalism at its finest. Yes, it, it really is. We have no sources except somebody seeing him in a red bandana. The reason why we haven't seen him in bandanas much is because he's been in court. And a lot of times when you're in court, they frown upon wearing a bandana in the courtroom. Just to let you know. So there you go. There's your update on the one and only Captain Jack Sparrow. Now, Ogre, I got a story for you. You might like this. You might not like. Uh, Let's see. I read Hollywood Insider story that Bruckheimer tried to cast Burt Reynolds, but Burt asked what kind of boat Captain Barbosa drove. This will be the next Top Gun he's going to secretly film. It might be doing a remake of Colors from 1988. Colors. Colors. I am a nightmare walking, psychopath talking. Yeah, I know the song Colors by Ice-T. I saw that movie. Uh, it is official. Now, see, this is an official. this is official news here. There is going to be a reunion tour this year with the surviving members of Pantera. Anthrax drummer drummer, uh, Charlie Benate and guitarist Zach Wilde will join the other two members and, and, and Rex Brown and Phil Anselmo and will tour as Pantera. I, I, I kind of like I, I like that. I like Zach Wilde. I like Zach. This is, I have a funny Zach Wilde story. I was not a part of this. I heard this secondhand. So I guess back in the day, back, you know, a few years ago, Zach Wilde was quite the partier. I mean, he drank so much his liver failed on him, from what I understand. He doesn't drink anymore, but he's still a wild guy. But he was drinking at this time in his life. And he got interviewed on the afternoon show, back when I was doing the morning show. And the afternoon show was jerk off and and dog shit. And here's the one thing you need to know. Is that all entertainers hate doing the radio promos. They absolutely loathe it. Especially when they're an established artist, they hate it more than anything. And I can just imagine Zach Wilde being drug out of bed at 3 o'clock in the afternoon to do a radio interview with two dipshits. And he kept spitting loogies up in the air and catching him in his mouth. And that grossed dog shit out. I'm like, you never seen a dude do that? It's nasty, but it doesn't make me want to vomit. The Colors remake was Robert Downey Jr.'s The Black Dudes. This is just a Pantera tribute band looking to cash in on the name. A little. I mean, you still have Phil Anselmo. I don't blame him. I mean, might as well try. Well, at least Charlie Bennett is a great fucking drummer, and Zach Wilde can do uh, pinch harmonics and chugs as well as Dimebag could. I wonder if Phil Anselmo's vocals have gotten so low and throaty they can only be heard by whales or dogs. I'm not sure. <laughs> Does anybody listen to that show anymore, LOL? Arnie, you must, your, your back must be hurting from carrying that show, LOL. Which show? 
But there you go. Zach Wild now, and uh, it'll be touring this year. Okay. Whatever. Um, big news out of the WWE. You know, they're having all these problems with Vince McMahon and all this kind of stuff going on. This is a big news story here. Um, Monday Night Raw was, uh, they had the PG rating on the network. You know, when all network shows come up now, it's, it's either TV 14 or, or PG. Monday Night Raw has been given back to the TV 14. Maybe we're going to start seeing blood in the matches again. I can only hope for that. I don't know what this means. Maybe we can hear some more colorful language and some middle fingers. But I'm happy about the WWE returning to PG-14 era. They shouldn't go out as Pantera, though, like the Sublime with Rome band isn't touring as Sublime. Uh, like they could tour as Pantera. Okay. Uh, all the shows aren't used <laughs> on his bus. Suck. We don't listen to that garbage here. TV-14 has already been recanted. What do you mean? It's already, they said no, they're not doing it? It says starting July 18th, Raw will have TV 14 rating a forward on the... Uh, uh, that's from the, the actual WWE. So we'll see. I'm happy. I'm happy the, 14, the, the, the PG era is over. I don't care. Just bring back good wrestling. Tired of all this crap that's on now. Uh, Douglas, if it was someone other than Phil, I'd agree with you, but his voice was just definite as Pantera and Dimebag's wizardry. Yeah, very true. Look, you, you can't really have it. I, I did read another story. Now, I don't know how true this story is, but this story made me kind of excited. The lead singer of Journey, the whoever the little Korean guy is, the Korean fella. He said that he'd be willing to step aside for Steve Perry to rejoin the band. Now, I'll tell you this. If there was a bucket list item I ever had, and Journey toured with Steve Perry again, I would go. It, it, nothing would stop me from that. I can't, it, it, this, this would be like if something miraculous happened in a time machine and we brought back the dead members of Leonard Skinner, that would be the ultimate concert. Well, Elvis is the ultimate. If we're going to be bringing people from the dead back, it's going to go Elvis and then Leonard Skinner and then Queen. But, Uh, maybe the WWE can put the uh, headshots back in the YouTube clips. Right now, they just skip ahead a few seconds as if we can't figure when Stone Cold's swinging a chair. It doesn't actually connect. Uh, no, no, we will see this band. How about Leonard Skinner opening for Elvis? I just came in my pants. So did I. Good Lord. You need to warn me about things like that. Man, that, that tour is going to be sponsored by Jack Daniels and a host of pharmaceutical companies. Aren't you the only reason I listen to any kind? Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Mage. That means a lot to me. But, yeah, can you imagine Journey coming back with Steve Perry? I mean, 
Oh, I don't think it's going to happen, though. Because Steve Perry's become like a recluse. He still got the voice. He still got it. I don't know how long he could have it with a tour, though. So I'm not even keeping my fingers crossed on that one. I think I have a better shot at seeing Leonard Skinner and Elvis together than I do Journey. Resurrect the singer from Boston to have him tour Journey and Foreigner. Boy, that, that's a three-hour night of fucking hits. Man, that'd be cool. All right. Uh, let, let, let's talk about some stupid celebrities now. We'll first start with Brittany Griner, who, by the way, I can't believe Brittany Griner has actually become a star now. Why is she a star? Because she's in a Russian jail. It sure as fuck ain't because she's a woman basketball player. Um, her hearing outside of court in Moscow on Thursday ended without a verdict. Oh, gosh darn it. And a fourth hearing in her trial was scheduled for this morning, whenever that is in Russia. Three o'clock our time, Eastern time. She pled guilty again to the drug charges. Uh, the State Department has said she's being wrongfully detained. Now, come on. Really? Wrongfully detained? There are people in this country that are still being arrested for marijuana. And, and wait, wait, before all you marijuana people, slow down, slow down. It's still illegal in some states. Okay? They have not decriminalized it yet. State of Texas, marijuana is a felony. Brittany Griner went to an entire country that is like this. It's a felony. It, it's against the law there. This is not, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't go along with the State Department saying she's being held wrongfully detained. She admitted, she's admitted her guilt. How is she wrongly de- detained? <laughs> is it Filipino? No. I don't know, but they can do Pantera with Vinny was alive and just seems like the money grab now that Vinny is dead. Yeah. Oh, it is. Uh, look, look, all these reunion tours, all these last... Uh, how, many final, how, how many finale tours has Kiss had? The Eagles, I think, had four. Kiss is on number five or number six right now. Of course it's a money grab. It's don't mean I can't enjoy it. Um, I, I I still don't understand why this is such a, a huge story here in America. I really don't. I'm only reporting because it's the front page of every website. This is Brittany Griner's story. She took an illegal substance to a country, and she got caught for it. The end. Oh, I'm sure there have been plenty of basketball and athletes and people who have been to Russia and have taken drugs there and gotten out. I'm curious how the Daryl estate is dealing with this Pantera tour. Dimebag wife hates Phil. Okay. Met Dimebag's wife at Aftershock. That's cool. Motley Crue has been final touring longer than they toured. And Motley Crue, Motley Crue signed a contract with each other saying they'd never tour again, and now they're on tour. And by the way, they shouldn't be. From all the highlights I've seen, Vince Neil is terrible yet again. 
Brittany Griner, we'll, we'll find out more hopefully today, and hopefully we'll trade that arms dealer so he can kill some more Americans while Brittany Griner entertains maybe hundreds at a WNBA game. How awful is that? that? That's just so awful. It's almost as awful as this story. I'm going to read you the headline, and then I'm going to give you what came across my mind when I saw this. Kevin Hart says that Will Smith is in a better place after the Oscar slap. Speaking in entertainment tonight, Hart said, Will is apologetic, you know. He's in a better space, of course, than what he was after. People are human, and as humans, sometimes we make mistakes. So it's not about talking about the past. It's about acknowledging the president and doing your best foot to move forward. Now, now look, Kevin Hart, I appreciate you. But first of all, why in the fuck do I care how Will Smith is feeling? He was the assaulter. Why do we care about what Will Smith is feeling? He assaulted another human being on live television in the most woke place in the world. Now, I'm going to tell you what would have happened if roles were reversed. First of all, and I'm going to keep it real here. Do you know why this isn't a big deal? I'll tell you why it's not a big deal. Because it was two black men. If you take Chris Rock out of there and you put in comedian, I don't know, Will Ferrell, and Will Smith goes up and slaps him, I'm betting the crowd goes wild. I bet you he would have got a standing ovation for that. Now, if that would have been, I don't know, um, Matthew McConaughey, and he was coming up to slap Chris Rock in the face and slapped him, Matthew McConaughey may have been gunned down in the Oscars. Brittany Griner will come back and take a knee during the national anthem. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. Not surprised at all. Well, it sounds about right for a society that protects the people that were customers of Ghislaine. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't care how Will Smith is doing. Will Smith is a grown-ass man who got up and slapped another grown-ass man who showed restraint and decorum at the event. Now, if this is on the street, do I think Chris Rock... Chris Rock still maybe does that because Chris Rock's a little man. Chris Rock ain't a big, tough guy. Let's just throw this out there again. I guarantee. If that would have been Ving Rhames up there, Will Smith ain't getting out of his seat. Oh, I dare you to slap Ving Rhames. Oh, I'll give you a dollar to slap Bing Rames. Whew. Big Rames would have assaulted him badly on stage. He would have put a beat down on him like there's no tomorrow. We would have probably, it would have been on like neck bone. Kevin Hart added, I can only 
I, I, I can only hope that the two of them find a way to find some, some solace in the ground and move past it. I still love him. I still love Chris. And, you know, you can't judge a person by one thing. You can't? I think you can. No, I think you can. I mean, I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer's his thing was killing and eating people. We can't hold that against him. Being what a cat will with a shotgun blast through the junk. Um, I'm a little disappointed in Kevin Hart too. I gotta say, I I I I like Kevin Hart, but but there are times when I think, okay, enough. That's enough, Kevin Hart for the for the year. I'm I'm there now. Kevin, you didn't even stand up your fellow comedian. And by the way, by the way, what what happened on the Oscars then happened for another week to other comedians. People were going up on stage. It happened. We we all knew it was going to happen, and it did happen. And for another comedian to come out and really kind of have Will Smith's back, if I'm Chris Rock, I pretty much say, fuck you, Kevin Hart. I'm done with you. I wish it could be Chris Rock's security lead when Will Smith is allowed back at the Oscars. That security dude would tell Will he's not even going to get up to go piss. Hey, Will, what if Suge Knight would have said that about your wife? Well, I'm sure I'm sure Suge Knight has said plenty about your wife. Why don't you go slap Suge Knight? I dare you. Tough guy. Mr. Badass, you. Mr. I played a boxer in a movie. Yeah, why, why don't you go up and slap Suge Knight? I think we can judge Chris Benoit on one thing. Yep, oh yeah, Chris Benoit, he murdered his family. Bad person. Uh, I care about as much as the well-being of Will as I do about how Alec Baldwin is doing. Exactly. Oh, Alec Baldwin is suffering. Alec Baldwin killed somebody. And it wasn't in an act of war or self-defense. It was an act of stupidity. He pulled the trigger on a fucking gun and it killed somebody. Yet we're seeing shirtless pictures of him enjoying time in the Hamptons. You know who's not enjoying time in the Hamptons? That dead cinematographer and her family. And if Alec Baldwin's people were to be listening, go, well, what should he do? Should he just stay inside all the time? I would say yes. You killed somebody. He was off filming another movie two months later. Remember the interview? He had all that remorse. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, would, I would never do that. No, 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 no. Where do I have the no, no, no at? Do I still have it in here? Did I get rid of it? I might have gotten rid of it. Or it could be in another one here. Let's see, uh, death, no, no, mail, is it in mail? No, 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 it's not, I don't know where it is. I just know that, <laughs> just a jag off, I swear to God, we're, we're, we're feeling bad for bad people in Hollywood? Shut up, Kevin Hart, yeah, I'm off Kevin Hart now. Nope, can't do it. 
See, and then there are other reasons why there are to hate celebrities. And this is a big one right here. Oh, God. What? Uh, people wonder why the world hates Americans. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Demi Moore. You remember her? She used to be a big-time celebrity. She was married to Bruce Willis, had three really ugly daughters, and really hasn't done much. She took off all her clothes and stripped tees, which I thank her for. But, but she really hasn't been an actress uh, for a while. Well, she decided to go over to, uh, to where the Louvre is. Was that in Italy? Is, or is the Louvre in Paris? The Louvre's in Paris. She went to the Louvre, and she, she not only went to the Louvre, but she took her dog with her, even though the museum prohibits animals. And then, then, she's standing in front of the Mona Lisa with her dog, and they took a picture Flash is supposed to be horrible for the paint, and they tell people no photographs, none whatsoever. And Demi Moore is like, well, I'm a celebrity. The Lou's website states that all animals, with the exception of guide and assistant dogs, are prohibited from entering the museum. This is not a guide dog or one of those. This is like a little rat terrier. Her dog's name is Pilaf. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, they should have said, hey, Demi, go fuck yourself. And your little dog, too. Yeah. Are you sure it was her dog and not one of her daughters? Uh, how about Will Smith make another MIB movie with your old ass? Slap the goo out of some alien scum. Do something with your little ass instead of moping around. It, it, these kind of stories, they, they just make me laugh because this is what the rest of the world pictures Americans as. And I know that not all Americans are going to be tanking their little rat terriers or daughters to the Louvre, and taking pictures and getting away with it. I mean, come on. Oh, wee wee, the Americans are in there. Taking another selfie with some sculpture here. There's the dog with the sculpture of David. She took her dog to the French Open. Her dog alone has a selfie with... uh, That's ridiculous. This is so stupid. God almighty. Oh, yes, France, hate us even more. Thanks to Demi Moore. Appreciate that, hon. Yeah, I'm going to get to that after the show, Cowboys Girl. I appreciate it, though. Uh, uh, Yes. Uh, Let's see. Uh... Which, which one do we have next? Thousand Bags, Baby Born. Oh, yeah, we'll do this one. What's up, Zach? How you doing, buddy? Hope you're having a good day so far today on this Friday up in the great 
northwest. People in West Virginia get excited over the 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 best stuff, don't they? That's pretty much every doorbell in West Virginia. Um, a baby born was born on 7-Eleven in a 7-Eleven parking lot, and the family thinks this is a big deal. My brother didn't even realize the date was 7-Eleven. He said, I just delivered your nephew. I said, do you realize the date? He just started laughing and was like, wow, man. I should go get a Slurpee for that. Do y'all have the afterbirth flavor? Um, The mother of the child, I don't know if they're married, uh, was scheduled for a C-section on July 13th. Yet on the 11th, she broke it to her fiancé. Okay, good, they're at least engaged. Um, oh, Oh, okay, she's already a mom of two. Had a long labor with her first child, emergency C-section with their second. Oh, okay, now they're getting ma- married after the third child is born. I didn't see how, I didn't realize that that works in threes that way. And did they name the kid 7-Eleven? I mean, if you name the kid, you got to name the kid like, you know, Stackar or Shabazz. My brother's in construction. He had no clue what he was doing. Your brother saw your wife's hoo-ha. Oh, they named the baby Waylon? That's a decent name. Baby Waylon was welcomed into the world. I thank God they didn't name it, you know, thank you, come again. This is enabled by all of you insisting on bringing your dogs everywhere in public, in restaurants, in the Home Depot, Target, the liquor store, even music stores. Leave the fucking things at home. I know you love them, but they're not humans. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, oh, you got a little mini vacation going. That's cool. There was nothing like, I, I, I remember witnessing this, and I thought it was hilarious. I was in the Apple store in Reno. This is a long, long time ago, three-plus years ago. In the Apple store in, in Reno, and I'm, I'm sitting there waiting on my genius to help me. Even though there were four people in the store, I still had to make an appointment. One of the people had one of their dogs. They had like a lab or a golden retriever or something. And that dog took the biggest fucking pile of shit I've ever seen in the store. I mean, it just built a cabin right there. They didn't ask him to leave. They didn't ask him. They cleaned it up. I'm like, really? You're going to let your dog just sit and put? And the owner didn't do anything about it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, not a big fan of that whole idea. It's, look, no, keep keep him at home. Um, how do you assume that the mother is a she? She's bringing a person or could be a trans man, cis, playing pop, trans, uh, because I'm a bad person. That's why I assumed it. Uh, Battleborn, mommy, sister, aunt. They tried to name the kid after the sound you make from spit and chew, but it didn't know how to spell it. Pudding. They should have named it Taquito or Hot Dog Turner. Uh, they tried to add 7-Eleven plus 7-Eleven, but they're still figuring out what that was. Yeah. Hey, Ma, we had a kid on 7-Eleven at the 7-Eleven. How about that? 
you know, they probably think they get some kind of discount. They're going to go into 7-Eleven and go, look here. Check this out. This is my son, Waylon. Uh, he was born on 7-Eleven, and guess where we were? That's right. We were at a 7-Eleven. I should get free Slurpees for life. It built the biggest cabin ever. Oh, my fucking God. Hilarious. Right? No, the dog took a gigantic shit right there in the store. They're so dumb they gave birth to 7-Eleven. Said, 7-Eleven, never forget, y'all. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, the never forget, because this story ties in with never forget. Um, I guess they're having a huge problem. Uh, blimey, he's in, at Heathrow. Uh, they're having a huge problem with baggage. So, Delta Airlines took what is called a creative step to solve the baggage problem. The airline flew a plane from London to its hub in Detroit, packed with a thousand lost bags and zero passengers. The staffing shortage has caused service meltdown at Heathrow in recent weeks, has been dubbed Airmageddon. Ha <laughs> Armageddon. Airport authorities responded to the canceled flights and massive lost luggage complaints by telling airlines they must cap the number of passengers on the world's busiest airport to 100,000 people a day. This is not what I'm worried about. What I'm worried about is something we already covered in this story. It's an airplane that's packed with bags. Now... Do you not remember the, the law that went in place with the FAA? And I know this isn't the FAA, but they did fly to America. Um, if, your bag, if you don't fly with your bag, your bag doesn't fly. I mean, is this just like a, an open invitation to terrorists? Okay, so you got a thousand pieces of luggage on a plane and no passengers, and you have to fly where are they fly. Oh, they're flying to Detroit, so they'll be over some areas of, of population. I think there's one or two good areas of Detroit. I'm not sure though. Hey, let's blow it up over that. What what are you doing? What 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 what, what is the FAA doing? They're allowing flights now to have nothing but baggage. Well, well, Arnie, they scan them all. You, do you really think that, that they're scanning all these bags that are going under the planes and they have double the, the problem at Heathrow? Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say no, that not all these are getting scanned. Why would they get scanned? There, there's no people on board. Kale says, oh, goody, they'll be near me. Hey, you know what you do if somebody doesn't pick up their lamb lost luggage? You take, people know their luggage is lost. I mean, you can't get it to them, then it stays there for 30 days, and you throw that shit out. I'm 
go through it, maybe donate it to a clothing center. I don't know. No reason for terrorists to strike Joe Biden as the president. ISIS couldn't possibly cause us more harm than that. No, that is true. I just don't like this president. This is a weak precedent. I don't like it at all. I think that's bullshit. All right, last story of this break, then we'll get back to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. This is very interesting. For the first time in 30 years, you will see a beer commercial during the Super Bowl that is not Budweiser. Um... Molson Coors, the parent company of Coors Light and Miller Light, has bought a 30-second spot for the 2023 Super Bowl. Now, there have been some small craft breweries and smaller places that have gotten some commercials in. But this is the first time that a, a, a real challenge has been put up there. So that, that's pretty interesting. By the way, Patrick Mahomes, I have to tell you this story. This is a pretty good story. NFL players are not allowed to advertise or endorse alcoholic products or or drugs or anything like that, obviously, right? Patrick Mahomes and uh, and his agents figured a way around that. This, honestly, I got to say it's genius. This, this is pretty good. Um, here you go. I, I'm going to play it for you. This summer, we tapped star quarterback Patrick Mahomes to be in a promo for Coors Light. Turns out, we overlooked the fact that he can't actually promote Coors Light. It's a flashlight. That's right. It's a flashlight, not a beer. Introducing the Coors Light. Coming in at 12 or 16 fluid ounces, nothing beats the sturdy feeling of the Coors Light in your hand. The Coors Light is 100% flashlight and 0% adult beverage. It's perfect for camping trips or those warm summer nights spent with great friends. The Coors Light is made with high-quality steel, so it feels cold as the Rocky Mountains. To use a random analogy. (laughs) Quality flashlight. This summer, sit back, chill, and crack open a The Coors Light. Get your The Coors Light today at thecoorslight.com while supplies last. All proceeds go to the 15 and the Mahomes Foundation. Coors Light, the official beer of everything unofficial. Now I gotta say that that's pretty genius. That is pretty it is pretty damn funny. He's sitting there, he's got a flashlight and says Coors Light on it. That is a funny spot right there. I don't care that Coors Light's disgusting. I don't care about any of that. They found a way around the rule and they worked it, and I think it's genius. That commercial right there, that should win some awards. That's good shit right there. <laughs> I mean, I think I like it the most because it, it, it really is a solid fuck you to the NFL. That's fucking great. Uh, all right, last family, you know what time it is. Oh, it is that time again for Celebrity Yeah. Death Man! Cool! 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 
Christ's sake. Last round, we saw Kit from Knight Rider and the General Lee make it to the Mount Rushmore. Now we will find out who joins them. Let's get it on. All right, round two. Here we go, ass family. First matchup. is the Firebird slash Trans Am that was driven by Bo Bandit Darvel in the greatest movie of all time, Smokey and the Bandit. And it is taking on the AMC Pacer that was driven in Wayne's World. The Blue Mermobile from Wayne's World versus the Firebird from... Smokey and the Bandit, ass family, I have a very, 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 very simple question for you. Um, who you got? He's bounded down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just like no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out cause we got a run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta and there's beer in Texarkana. And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't My be God, this is, stop we the music, it. Jerry. You got to stop singing. This was a beating like we've never seen before. The Firebird Bandit 1 moves on. Our next matchup. Oof, you guys ain't going to like me for this one. We have the DeLorean from Back to the Future. 1.1 gigawatts, I believe. I'm, I know I'm wrong about that. Um, The DeLorean from Back to the Future versus the 1968 Mustang in a bullet that Steve McQueen drove. The DeLorean versus the bullet ass family. Who you got? Tied up. We have a winner, and it seems that Steve McQueen. Bullet Mustang is your winner, and it moves on. That is a fucking cool-ass car. Uh, all right, next match up here. Oh, wait, I got to write in a 68 Mustang. Can't mess this round up. Now, 
In the next matchup we have, as family, we have a red and white car that was kick-ass, as kick-ass as it could be, with that white swoosh coming down the side. The Starsky and Hutch Grand Torino taking on another Mustang, the 67 Mustang, also known as Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds. Gran Torino, Eleanor, ass family, who you got? Final matchup. Ask family, I ask you, who you got between these two heavyweights in the automobile industry when it comes to movies? We have the black and red van driven by B.A., which stood for Bad Attitude Baracus, in the team show A-Team, the black A-Team van, taking on the Plymouth Fury that came to life that was known as Christine. A-Team Van, Christine, Ass Family, who you got? Because that was like kind of a kid car. I know it was a Plymouth, right? But it, it, no, I didn't want to put it in. I just wanted to put like mainly regular cars in. I know Kit was souped up. All the cars were souped up, but you know what I mean. All right. So now we've got to find the important part here and see who gets on the Mount Rushmore. In our first matchup, ass family, I ask you in this matchup, Smokey and the Bandits Firebird? Ah. Oh. The license plate ban one taking on the 68 Mustang from Bullet. Woof. This is this is a tough one. 
The Mustang versus the Firebird ass family. Who you got? Very appropriate music. face off against one of these great champions right here. Will it be the Ford Gran Torino that we saw not only in the movie Gran Torino, but Starsky and Hutch? Also, the Big Lebowski, the dude, drove a Gran Torino in that as well. Or will it be simply the A-Team van? The Gran Torino or the A-Team van? Van, ass family. I ask you this tough, tough question. Who you got?
greatest final fours we've ever had together i mean honestly you look at it every one of these screams winner 18 band kit the general lee and the trans am from smoking the bandit oh that would be an awesome garage to have right there before we get to that let's finish with all the news of the world shall we um i find this story to be well, a mass grave was discovered in Poland. 90 feet, uh, 90 feet long, uh, they actually found two graves, mass graves. Um, the other one is 39 feet long. Both graves contain 19 tons. 19 tons of human ashes which belonged to about 8,000 victims of the Soldu, Soldau concentration camp. The victims were first executed and buried, but Nazi soldiers dug them up and burned the bodies in a bid to hide the murders. Officials unveiled a stone monument where the graves were to commemorate the thousands of victims dumped into the pits. This I, I do this story for anybody out there who has an inkling of idiocy in their body. And that, that, that ounce of idiocy is those people who talk about the Holocaust not happening. I, I, I mean, if we should, we should listen to our president when it comes to this. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Mr. President. Um... No, you, you do have to keep this alive because there are people out there that say it didn't happen. And now we have a grave that has... Hold on a second here. I want, I want, I want to see exactly what, what this... Uh... Oh, they didn't call you, Rise. That sucks. That's bullshit. All right, so let's see. 2,000 times 19. Okay, that's what I thought it was. All right. 38,000 pounds of human remains. 
So for all those naysayers, if you, you come across one of these naysayers, I'll show them this story. Now, granted, granted, they'll say that it's all a hoax and it's all made up. And that's when you have the opportunity of a lifetime to turn your back and leave and walk away from that person because they're too stupid to be in the same room with you. I don't know when this theory started or when these white supremacist morons came along and said, oh, no, the Holocaust never happened. I, I, like, 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 we can go around and, and we can say that Bigfoot isn't real. I know I'm upsetting some people, but we've never really seen Bigfoot. I mean, there's that one picture of the guy, but we've never really seen Bigfoot. We saw the atrocities. U.S. servicemen saw the atrocities. There are survivors of those atrocities that happened. And you have the the nerve. I, I won't say balls. You have the nerve to say it didn't happen. And don't forget, Hitler must be some kind of rapper or something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he didn't kill people. What do you think about Hitler? Um... I don't know who that is or what he does. I'm assuming that's some kind of rapper. Yeah. But yeah. Um. I'm I'm assuming he's some kind of big rapper. You can tell it's like a rapping name. Y'all come up with all type of names. <laughs> but whoever he is, um, I'm sure he's amazing. Amazing. Right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Because I like his name to be honest. Hitler. Oh, Arnie, that's made up. That's not real. Oh, that's real. That's real. German citizens were forced to see the atrocities that never happened, right? <laughs> Speak for yourself, Arnie. I've seen Bigfoot Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I just, I, 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 I hear these people and they, they talk, oh, that was just all made. It was fabricated by the Jews in Hollywood. Huh? What? What what, what are you saying right now? I mean, that girl, she has to have like a a sheet in front of her that says breathe in and breathe out. I saw a video recently of, of someone that was asked, what's the capital of the United States of America? And she didn't, she had no clue. Like, she goes, well, the first letters. He did and the guy's like looking at her like, no. She goes, USA. That's all cat. No, no. What's the actual capital of the United States of America? America, she said. America is the capital of the United States of America. This is about a 23 or 24-year-old woman. White girl, blonde hair. No clue. They ask, so they ask, I love when they go to these random people and they'll give them money for questions that are too easy, and this is why they don't come up to me. They actually ask, when did the War of 1812 start? I'm not kidding. They ask those questions. 
The Civil War was between which countries? They can't answer those questions. I mean, and these people have the right to vote. That's a horror story. Amen to that. If you don't know where the capital of the United States of America is, you don't get to vote. <coughs> no child left behind. Thanks a lot, President Bush. You really fucking gave us, gave us hope for the future there, pal. Okay, all right. We don't get to see these very often. And no, we, we, is it, is, is there, is there, no. Oh, I got to tell you a story before this, because uh, I was so bummed out yesterday. I can't believe I didn't start the show with this. So the bratty one and I went to lunch yesterday. This is how bad things are getting now. So we had to go out, and, and I've gotten to the point where I, I, I truly, I'm almost at the point of not enjoying going out anymore because I'm waiting for shit to happen. And, and of course, shit happens. First thing we do is we, we pick a place to eat. Every other day, her and I get to pick, and I picked some burger place out yesterday. It was in Garland. They have like four around. There's one in Dallas, one in Plano, one in Frisco, and one in Garland. I was like, okay, let's go to the one in Garland. It's close. Got a lot of running to do today. Went out there, and it's one of those, it looks like one of those, like, ghost kitchens. But I don't see the sign for the restaurant I want to go to there. And I'm like, well, let's not go here because I, I didn't know what they had. So then we went out, and we're in Garland. I was like, okay, let's just go to Main Street Cafe because I love that place. I Look, the, the waitresses are a little dumb. Except the, the main waitress. She's, she's on fire. But, but we got there, and I guess it was the, you know, if you have a vagina and you want to represent the city of Garland, come eat it at Main Street Diner. Every woman's group in Garland was fucking there, it seemed like. There was one table. We, we sat in the open table. We're sitting there waiting. They bring our menus over. And they asked if we want something to drink. Yeah, both of us got Dr. Pepper. Braddy kids get sat down, and there looks like a well. There, there looks like there's a big booger in there, been wiped on the side. And I'm like, here, take mine. I'll get Doofus's attention. And this guy was waiting tables. This Doofus was waiting tables. Comes over, looks at the glass, and I said, look, man, can you can you change glasses? This one's got like a booger in it or something. Oh man, I'm sorry. No problem. No problem. That one right there, that, that one, that, I'm not going to give him a strike on that one. I, I, I'll give him a foul ball, and I know that's a strike, but it, it's still a foul ball. Bring him back to drink. Now he start to order. Brad kid orders chicken fried steak. She's a weirdo, and I have to put up with this. She never gets gravy on it, which I don't understand, but, hey, that's her thing. Makes her happy. That's all I care about is if she's happy. That's it. That's the only thing that matters. She orders her chicken fried steak. What? What? Oh, she got the stuff. The 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 asparagus. Ugh. And and mashed potatoes. Now, yesterday I was going to be a little fancy because usually I either get chicken fried steak there or the burger there because their burgers are phenomenal. I decided, you know what? Let's go off the rails here. 
let's do it. Let us get the the grilled pimento cheese sandwich. And it said it came with, like, roasted pecans on it. I said, can you hold the pecans? Doofus is like, yeah. So he comes back, and he goes, uh, just to let you know, the pecans are already mixed in pimento cheese. Now, first of all, I've never heard of that, and that sounds fucking disgusting, putting pecans in... in, 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 in da, 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 da. I said I had a feeling this was going to happen. So then I ordered the chicken fried steak sandwich. Now, 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 the, the Main Street Diner has a huge chicken fried steak. I've been to places that have huge chicken fried steaks, and then they have chicken fried steak sandwiches that are cut appropriately. Was this chicken fried steak cut appropriately? No, I had like a pound and a half of chicken fried steak, and these two little buns look like little bitty biscuits on it. So they bring that out to me, right? And then they bring Braddy's food out, and guess what? There's gravy all over the place. Steerag 2. Has to take it back. They even check the order pad. I was like, really? You're going to check? They checked the order. Oh, yeah, sure enough. She said that. So the waitress now, that, that because we found out this is this young man's first day. And why not throw him into the fire when every ladies auxiliary group in Garland's there? The waitress comes back to the table. Puts the meal down and looks down and look up at Braddy and Braddy goes, I didn't order the chicken fried chicken. I had a fry in my mouth at that time because I, I was waiting till she got her food. And I was picking up more fries. And as that was formed that it was chicken, the fries got thrown back to the ground and I said, I just need a box. I, 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 I can't understand what is happening in our world. Why can't people just do their fucking jobs? You have a piece of paper and someone says, chicken fried steak, no gravy. Easy peasy Japanesey. I'm not even blaming him for the pimento cheese. I'm letting that one go. Because he could have told me from the get-go it's already mixed in. It did not come with it. It came without gravy. I'll give him that. But we just got our food to go. And, and I'll, give, I'll, I'll give the Main Street uh, Cafe credit. The only thing they did right yesterday is they comped the meal. Oh, man. Oh. And restaurants go, huh? Me not understand why restaurants go out of business. And these fucktard food pirates expect a big tip for their fucking incompetence. Fuck that. Oh, it, it, it's maddening. Uh, it's the mentality of Target employees demanding $15 an hour to point at a self-checkout kiosk and say, that one's open. No shit, you fucking G- Gen Z moron. Human competency is a thing of the past. Country fried steak, no gravy, sounds like a terrorist to me. <laughs> well, it, when that was ordered once with Tommy around, Tommy did give a side eye. I'm not going to tell you what she puts on there because it's weird. Um, an aspiring elementary school teacher 
was uh, at a uh, saddle club horse show over the weekend. Officials say a horse struck a gate and then hit the woman. It's a freak accident that happened to Brianna Chadwick, who died following the incident during the Parade of Wagons event at Murray County Saddle Club in Georgia. Fire department said that the horse struck a gate and caused it to strike uh, the woman. I guess in it, good-looking gal. Yeah, she's dead. God, dog, this is a long-ass thing. This thing starts at 5, and then, like, it ends at 8. Well, I don't know how much of a parade I want to go to. Mustard, but not all the time. The fuck do you put on chicken fried steak instead of gravy? <laughs> Better not be ketchup. Mustard is not okay. Yeah, that's what she puts on it. I, Hey, makes her happy. I don't understand it, but hey, it makes her happy. Now, 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 look here. Look here. This family from Texas, they don't understand the rules, okay? Here are the rules. Let me tell you what this family did. This family sat down for a meal at the Waffle House. Now, the Waffle House in the South is revered. Okay, you people that come here and you go there and you go, oh, this place sucks. Yeah, we know, but it's the greatest food you'll ever eat at 2 o'clock in the morning. There's a lot of love for the Waffle House. A lot of respect to the Waffle House. They're open 365 days a year. Never close. This couple, this family, uh, Tamiko LaShawn Jones and Tony Eugene's Limon, both of Marshall, Texas, are charged because these people not only ate their dinner at the Waffle House, but then they robbed the Waffle House. How do you rob a Waffle House, man? You don't rob the Waffle House. The Waffle House is a place of serenity. How dare you rob a Waffle House? You go eat at Waffle House and then rob the IHOP next door. Those people got way more money. But you don't rob a Waffle House. Boy, you've got a southern curse on you like there is no tomorrow. You do not fuck around with the Waffle House. Pastor Locke talks about the Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is for the uppity people in the South. And let me just tell you, I'm just going to say it right now. We go there. We go to the Cracker Barrel. I have never gotten a hot meal there. Like, everything comes out kind of like lukewarm. I don't complain because I don't want boogers or hair in my food because I already know there are boogers and balls in my food already. But I've never gotten a hot meal there. It's very strange. There's also a lot of fights at the Waffle House. Yes, yes, those are people that are defending the Waffle House's honor. Somebody wants to come into the Waffle House and besmirch the Waffle House? Well, you got, you fucked around. You're fixing to find out. Oh. <sighs> 
There you go. These people, they, they got arrested, of course. I'm sure they had lookouts at every Waffle House and on the freeway, and that's a lot. Um, this is not a broken record. Uh, today's show is not a repeat. Today is a brand new show. Uh, today is uh, Jan- July 15th, 2022. Are you kidding me? A fifth. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Shark attacks have happened on the exact same spot of Long Island, right there on the coast. Five attacks, and they're keeping the ocean open. No, uh-uh. uh uh. These aren't news stories. No, no. This is you fuck around, you find out. You got five attacks there, and you're letting people get in the water, and people are stupid enough to get in the water. If you're stupid enough to get in the water, you can get bit. I don't give a fuck. I'm tired of defending you. I'm tired of trying to save your lives. I'm not going to save them anymore. I'm going to push you in the water. Hey, this beach. Hey, yo. Hey, we're Long Island. Hey, no movie's going to tell me about getting in the water here. I'm going to go for a dip. Fucking shark locks in on that Italian meat, boy. It's going to tear it up. Five attacks in two weeks, and you're letting people in the water. What the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, seriously. Women that walk through that door will get raped one out of every five women. I bet you five women don't walk through that fucking door ever again. Jesus. Five attacks in two weeks? Oh, nothing to see here. No, no, nothing at all. Hey, is that an arm washing up on shore? Why it is? We got to run that to the hospital, see if we can get that sewn back on. It's all the tanning lotion that attracts the sharks. Don't worry, I'm going swimming at the lake this week. Well, hey, you can get an eel or a water moccasin. I'm just telling you, hey, Cowboys Girl, I don't root for this. But when it happens, I don't want to hear. I want you to tell me about it. When nature decides not to be your friend, I'm just telling you, when that happens, I want you to come on here, and I'm going to be nice to you. For a moment. And then it will be an hour's worth long of these two sound effects. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man! In the world! Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. One hour. One hour. We'll, we'll, we'll get you through your coma then. That way. All right, our final story. 
you know, we've all heard about terrible brides. We've heard about the the terrible mother-in-laws and the mothers at weddings. But this is a true bridezilla. Oh, man. Okay, so the story goes on. And uh, the the story writer understands the uh, appeal of being married in a grand and historical location. Now, what happens if a historical location uh, meant the space wasn't handicap accessible? Now, would that change your mind? Would it change your mind if one of the guests, one of the most important guests of the entire wedding was a child that was left paralyzed after being struck by a drunk driver? You think to yourself, no-brainer, we got to change it. We, we, we got to change it if we want them to come because you can't get the elevator wherever they're doing it. Um, a woman and her future husband, or uh, she and her future wife, okay, this is a, a lesbian couple, okay. Uh, she and her future wife were engaged when the, the one's 14-year-old daughter was in this horrible accident, not an accident, a crash, because she wasn't doing anything, and she's a paraplegic. They weren't even sure if this young lady could ever even go to the wedding. So they said, well, we're not going to change our wedding beat. If she can't even make it, then no big deal, we'll go there. They found a second venue that was good, but it wasn't the same, but it was good enough. The one girl's daughter, the girl who's in the wheelchair now, can attend the wedding, and that would be a cause for celebration, you would think. But oh no, instead her fiancé blew up and accused her of ruining her childhood dream by trying to change the venue. Now, this is one of the two women's daughters, and she wants her daughter at her wedding. The fiancé of this mom and daughter couple had a simple solution. Are you ready for this? She wanted the daughter to watch... The ceremony on Zoom. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm looking through the, in, a, in a surprise twist. It turns out that the writer of the story, the mom of the daughter, called off the wedding. 
Wow. Wow. Who's the bride if they're both female? I, I, I would say they're both, both the bride. Little Timmy can crawl his ass down the aisle. <laughs> well, if she can't go, what's the problem? Oh, man, that's fantastic. That's so great. You broke up. That's... She can watch on Zoom. You're about to be a step-parent to this crippled kid. I mean, do you go up to him and go, hey, you know the best part of being a paraplegic? You can skip leg day. Yeah, I know. I know I'm going to hell. I, you don't need to say Arnie. Come on. I already know, man. Uh, all right. You would think it's the end of the show, but you'd be wrong. You want to know why? Because we have to figure out the winner of Celebrity rounds we saw it our final four is the general lee kit from knight rider the firebird from Smokey and the bandit and the a-team van which one of these gas guzzlers will be the fate of the mount rushmore of cars let's get it on here we go in our first matchup ass family i give you the 1969 orange Dodge Charger, also known as the General Lee, taking on, was it a Camaro or was it a fire? I, I believe Kit was a Firebird as well. Had the little red light in front going back and forth and it could talk. The General Lee versus Kit. Ask family. Who you got? Manamana. 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 matchup we have who the general will be facing the winner of this matchup the black trans am firebird from smoking the bandit or the black and red van from the a-team trans am versus van ass family i ask who you got <laughs>
this is a matchup, ladies and gentlemen. It is tight. This is tighter than a Catholic schoolgirl on prom night. Oh, by the skin of their teeth, by two votes. Two votes. The Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit makes it. And now, oh, this is such a tough match. I'm so glad I don't vote in this game. Ask family, this is the toughest matchup I've ever seen. And I'm glad it's in the finals. I ask you, between the General Lee and the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit, who will be the face of the Mount Rushmore of greatest cars ever? Ask family, who ya got? Banana phone. Oh. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Doop, boop, a doop, a doop. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Banana phone. Oh. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Generally in the Trans Am from South Smoking the Bandit. It's no baloney. It ain't a rooney. A cellular, a bonadular phone. Ask family, we have a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, the bandit did not beat the general. General Lee is your winning car of the day. What a Mount Rushmore it was. This was a tough one. Now, remember, Monday, we're going to do the ultimate quote-unquote tough guys. And then next Friday, we're going to do war movies. Now, now for war movies, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm picking actually combat movies. So movies like Top Gun will not be in there because that wasn't really a war movie. So there you go. Um, that is going to do it for us today, Ass Family. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we will be back on Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please, please, if you can join us, be there. Have a great weekend. If you go out this weekend, please, 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 get an Uber, get a Lyft. If you're going to drink, don't drive. Get home safe. Don't, don't even put yourself in that position because every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until Monday, y'all have a fantastic weekend. And adios, everybody. She's on his mind once again The same old stew The same old fool
played by the rules but didn't win There's an old love in his heart that he can't lose He'd try forgetting, but he knows that it's no use He's got a fool-hearted memory It won't let him see that she walked out the door He's got a fool-hearted memory He sits patiently here every night So it can fool him more She was his girl, his only world that string of pearls that slipped away A thousand times A thousand times He doesn't mind what they say He fills a jukebox Then plays the same old song He fills his glass And then he turns her memory on But it's a She walked out the door He's got a fool-hearted memory He sits patiently Here every night So it can fool him more He's got a fool-hearted memory It won't let him see That she walked out the door He's got a fool It's fun, funny, yeah. What is? Yeah. What is? Yeah. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.